to episode number 19 of the Self-Care Sunday podcast, a minimalist media project by Kaylee Reed. Every Sunday, only on Sundays, I'll release a new podcast episode exploring topics like mental health, entrepreneurship, creativity, feminism, and of course, self-care. We're putting women at the center of our media and behind the creation of it. And today's episode, I'm actually interviewing two guests, Allie and Sam, a femme lesbian couple who you might recognize from Instagram as at Allie and Sam. At the time of recording this, they have over 40,000 followers on Instagram, but they're constantly growing. And their goal is to normalize all types of relationships and empower young people to just be themselves. They use their social media platforms to share their relationship while also spreading positivity and love. You can usually find them behind a camera, snuggling their dog Lily and Cat Ferguson, drinking coffee, or adventuring around the globe. And these two have just become this shining light in the LGBTQ community. I was so excited to interview them for this episode and just have them share their own insights around mental health, around coming out, and around self-care in all of those things. But before we get into the episode, I want to talk a little bit about our podcast partner, Lisa. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I love my Lisa mattress. It is a a memory foam mattress uh, delivered right to your door. So I live in a 17-story apartment building. When I moved to Montreal, I was like, how am I going to get a mattress to my new apartment? Uh, Just order it online and they deliver literally right into your doorstep. Uh, Everything was so simple. And so if you're moving and you need a new mattress, or you're sick and tired of your lumpy mattress, definitely check out lisa.com. You can save $100 off of your mattress with the code SELFCARE at the checkout. That's the code SELFCARE at l-e-e-s-a dot com. lisa.com, l-e-e-s-a dot com. Now let's get into the episode. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. Oh, thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I was going to say that at the same time. This is going to be fun. Yeah, this is my first interview with two people. Usually I'm just interviewing one person, so I'm excited for this episode a lot. But I'd love to start with getting to know each of you a little bit better individually. I know a lot of people, myself included, know you as Allie and Sam, kind of together as a couple, but who was Allie before she met Sam, and who was Sam before she met Allie? Like, what was happening in your lives before you met? This is a really good question. Do you want to go first? Sure. So, I'm Sam, and I'm originally from PEI, and I moved to Halifax after graduating to study at Dalhousie. Uh, I studied neuroscience and disabilities management. And I was just starting my third year of university when we met, so I feel like I was such a baby. <laughs> yeah, you were. I was so young. <laughs> you were so young. Um, yeah, so this is me, Allie. Uh, I am actually from Ontario, and I also moved to Halifax to go to Dalhousie in 2010. But when I met Sam, I had I had graduated, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I graduated from sociology at Dal, and I was working as a full-time nanny. And I was like... A very old woman like I just went to work and I came home and <laughs> went on 
like dinner Tinder dates a lot, um, and, the and then I'd be in bed by nine. Uh, so that was me. I was like a full time nanny, and then when we met, I kind of. I don't know. I became a little more adventurous. Like, we started to travel a lot more. And I realized that I didn't have to work a job that I you know, didn't love. You know what I mean? Like, I realized that we could... I don't know. You opened my eyes to not being an old woman as much, I think. You're still kind of I'm old still woman. an old woman, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally the same, though. I'm like a grandma. I'm always in bed early with my cat. <laughs> That's us. That's That's us. Yeah. So wait, so you're saying that you were tindering a lot before. Did you guys meet on Tinder or how did you meet? We did. We met on Tinder, like (laughs) such a modern love story. Oh my gosh. Wait, who, who made the opening line? I did. That was Allie. Yeah. I was like, I think I just like, I don't know, something weird. Like, hi cutie. Something I would never say real life or life. it was something like that so not me but then when we actually met Allie didn't remember anything we talked about on <gasps> tinder because she'd been tindering with so many people and talking to so many people and she was like oh tell me about your cat and I was like I have a dog <laughs> you couldn't remember anything you're right it was yeah I was like tinderella I you was were. Like, <laughs> okay yeah that's how we met what did you guys do on your first date we went to this outdoor art festival. It's called Nocturne. And it basically the whole city has little art exhibits or like not all, I guess it's all art, not yeah. all visual art, but um, like all types of art. And you kind of walk around and it's like really crowded. So we did that for like six hours. Oh, and maybe longer. Maybe longer, yeah. We were out until like two in the morning and Allie had just gotten new shoes and she decided that they were hurting too bad. So she walked around downtown <laughs> Halifax for all of those hours without shoes on. Fair feet in October. I was convinced she was going to like catch a disease. That is a don't on your first date. Uh, it was funny. It made you very memorable. Yeah, that's probably true. So how long ago was that then? That was October 2014. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you Quite guys have while. been together. Three and a half years we've been together. Yeah, wow, three and a half years. Does it feel like that long? Yes, yes, yes no. no. <laughs> like, like it, I feel like we've been together forever, but then also not. Yeah, it's, weird. I, it's hard to explain. But yes and no. Yeah, and we've done so many things together in the last three and a half years that it seems like yeah. Longer, I, I think. think that's why it feels so long. Yeah, yeah, I really, I'm so curious about, like, your life right now, because you guys have really built, like, a big social presence, you've built a brand together as influencers, and I think that the fact that you're so open with your followers is one of the reasons that people feel really connected to you, like, sharing moments, parts of your relationship with the internet, but what made you decide to kind of put your relationship on display on Instagram? We get asked that a lot, and... I actually, it started as a way to just keep our photos. Um, like, we were traveling when we started it, or were we? We had just finished our trip from Australia, and, like, I thought it would be cool to have a place where we kept all our, our photos. Um, and, like, neither of us really used Instagram. Like, we had Instagrams of our own, but, like... We, we weren't even big into Instagram. We, we no. didn't even, like, like... Like, I wasn't, like somebody who browsed Instagram for fun um but then I thought it was a cool place to just keep our photos and then a lot of people started following us like young LGBT um girls mostly um and asking us for coming out advice or like life advice or you know 
uh, stuff like that, like how to come out. And then we realized that that we could like make a difference and help these people. Um, and I think that's what really started mm-hmm. uh, like motivating us to be open and share. Um, yeah, like share more about our lives. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So when I was coming out, I was always looking for role models um, on the internet, basically, and there was it was hard to find people. And I feel like that is what really inspired us to tell our story is that there's so many LGBTQ plus people out there, but there's not that representation in mainstream media, especially um, of gay people. And it's hard, like, especially when you're young and you feel like you're the only gay person in your school or the only gay person in your town Mm -hmm. and you're just looking for someone to look up to, um, and I really found those people on the internet, so it's kind of fun now to be that for someone else. Yeah, I think especially both coming from small towns where there were no gay people, really, and the few that were out were not treated very well. Um, and, like, I always say if I had ever met, if I had the chance to meet somebody who I related to when I was in high school, I probably would have come out then. I just was never exposed, so... I think that's really what our goal is now is to just make this normal and show people that it's okay and you can be yourself and don't have to change just because you decide or discover that you like girls or Mm -hmm. whoever. (laughs) I love that. You guys are so inspiring. Coming from small towns, both of you, did you have uh, similar experiences coming out? Was it challenging for you or did you feel like really supported when you did? We both came out when we were living here in Halifax. We, um, I didn't come out when I was in high school. I really didn't feel like it would be a supportive place. And I just know that when I was in high school, everyone that did come out was really ostracized and um, it was really hard for them. Uh, I came out when I was here in Halifax, and I am really lucky and had a really good coming out story. Like, everyone was really supportive and really loving, and I know that I'm so blessed to have had that, that um, coming out story versus what a lot of people have when they're really struggling coming out. Yeah, you were very lucky. Yeah, I also came out in Halifax. I found that when I moved here, it was the first time I really met anyone who was gay, and I realized how normal it was and not this like stereotype that I had had in my head just from the society that I grew up in my best friend came up to me and then watching her or like going through that with her that year really helped me realize that it was okay and I saw how much happier she was and then something kind of clicked in my head and was like okay I can do this so this is like something that I've been trying to push away for years um but yeah it was it took me a long time. The hardest part was really coming to terms with it myself, um, just because of the life that I had always imagined was not going to happen. Um, but then, you know, once I realized how much happier I was being true to who I, who I am, I would say most of the experiences were really, um, like, people were really excited for me and happy. Um, my family... My family was pretty good, I think. It took them a little bit of time, but they never really showed that to my face. Like, they're really supportive, and they love Sam. And, yeah, most of my friends were really supportive. I had, yeah, one one I'm dealing with currently. So that's been my first kind of negative experience. But I think with that happening, it helps me to better understand, you know, we get a lot of letters from people 
asking for advice and I never was really able to relate to the negative experience. So Mm. I think this is going to help with that. Yeah, because that was something else that I had wanted to ask you both if you had had any struggles as a lesbian couple in terms of feeling accepted or understood together. We've been pretty lucky, actually. Um, I don't know. I I can't really think of any that stick out. I really struggle when people ask us if we're sisters because it just happens so often. It's almost every single day. And I would never approach anyone and just ask if they were sisters walking down the street. And we get it all the time, and uh, it's so frustrating for me, and I know it doesn't bug Allie at all. No, I think it's so funny. (laughs) And it's like, no, I'm not holding her hand because she's my sister. I get very worked up about it. But I, I also think we're lucky in a sense that we don't look like stereotypically gay. I don't know why why it is. I feel like well, we have the privilege of looking straight. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I think that we're, I don't know how to really put that into words, but I feel like that's maybe part of the reason. Cause I know that other couples um, that we know who don't look as stere- like who look more stereotypically gay, they have had more of a negative experience in some situations. So I don't know. I feel very lucky that we've had only positive experiences together as a couple. Mm-hmm. When people ask you guys if you're sisters, do you even respond to them? Or like, what do you say to that? <laughs> um, usually it goes like this. Are you twins? No. Are you sisters? No. Cousins? No. <laughs> and then related at all? Just really close friends? <laughs> We're just like, yeah. And I'm kind of fuming and doesn't say anything at all. And Allie's so like, oh yeah. Or she'll just be like, oh, we're friends. You're, you don't always just, especially old people, I feel like yeah. you don't want to tell them like, oh, we're Yeah, friends. I'm a little weird about that. Like, I feel like I'm still very held back in j- telling just anybody. Mm. Just Which is weird because we're online and everyone. Yeah, I know. It's very true. I just, I still feel like I don't like to come out on the street to like random people. But that's people. your choice too. Like, you don't yeah. have to come out to every single person you meet. That's right. one of the things about being gay and especially being femme where we don't, people wouldn't just guess that we're gay is that you're coming out every day mm-hmm. like it's not you come out once and oh it's done like maybe the first time yeah it's the hardest but it, you're still coming out every single day yeah like even just like babysitting for your new family like you know like little stuff like mm-hmm. that or even like at the doctors or someone at work or it's just all the time like if you're like meeting a new friend or just, yeah there's all these situations where you're put in a situation where you have to come out again but you don't have to, I guess. It, yeah. <laughs> you maybe feel like you have to because it's part of your identity. But at the same yeah, time, exactly. you don't want to, like, put that pressure on yourself with just everybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I yeah. feel that way very much with mental health as well because I've struggled with an eating disorder, depression in the past. And similar to you, like, I talk about it very openly online and obviously like on my podcast but whenever I meet new people especially older people it's like okay when is it appropriate to say this about myself do I need to say like should I even say it it's a fine line I think like because sometimes like you said like do I need to say this Mm -hmm. like what a straight person have to say you know yeah yeah. yeah but yeah I understand what you mean And on the topic of mental health, uh, I know that LGBTQ youth are more likely to experience mental health challenges than their peers. And I know, Allie, you 
opened up uh, about your past with an eating disorder recently on Instagram. What would you say to anyone listening who might be struggling either with their identity or with their identity and coming to terms with a mental illness? I would say just finding some support or someone to talk to about it. I know it's really difficult when you're going through something to actually voice it or or find somebody that you trust enough to speak to about it. Uh, I always found journaling really helped me. Um, I would, when I was feeling a lot, like I would journal it and then go back like a day or two later and look at it, try and look at it from an outside point of view or look at it from the point of view of if this was me reading a friend's journal, what would I tell them? And I found that was really, really helpful until I was able to find people that I could trust and talk to. And I had the courage to open up. That's what really helped me. But, but overall help, like really opening up was what allowed me to address what was going on and to find people who loved me and supported me and were willing to help me through, um, what I was going through and also to give me the tools that I needed. When it comes to struggling with your identity as well, just keeping in mind that you don't have to label yourself if you don't want to. Like sometimes that helps people feel yeah. more com- connected to the community, but you don't have to put yourself in a box. And it's okay to be confused about who you are and who you love, but just to remember that the confusion won't last forever and that you're going to figure things out and that it will get better. Um, I think it's really hard to see that when you're in the thick of everything. And, yeah. Um, but hopefully everyone has someone out there that loves them and is able to support them, but if they don't, they can always reach out to us. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, the internet is a beautiful thing sometimes. And hopefully, you know, you can connect with like-minded people or people who are going through the same things. And sometimes it's even easier to open up to people, you know, via email or somebody you don't know who's totally. not going to judge you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would say finding support online, too. Yeah, it can be really and helpful. we're always there if anyone needs yes, someone to Yes, you can always reach out to us, too. Yeah. You two are so sweet. Do you, I can imagine you get a ton of messages like this. Do you find it emotionally overwhelming ever to kind of be that support advocate or that influencer that people look to for support? I actually love it. It's my favorite thing about what we do, and I always say if that's what I could do full-time and you know, have have somebody else like, run our business for us. I would love that. It it makes me so happy to be able to to know that somebody felt comfortable enough to open up to us. And I just know how much I appreciate having someone listen to to my thoughts and take the time to respond. And I mean, we can only offer what we've gone through, and we're by no means professionals, we're but experts. <laughs> we're experts on any of this, but. I absolutely love it. Like, it's my favorite thing. I'm so happy every time someone has the courage to reach out. So you two must be each other's biggest support systems. Um, (laughs) I mean, you're really, you're really close. You're one, obviously in a relationship. Are you living together? Yeah. Yeah. We've lived together for, oh Uh gosh, almost two two years. Two years at least. Yeah. Over two years. And you work together. Yeah, that's a lot of time with one with one person. Um, do you guys like ever have times where you need to turn off work mode or like how do you find that balance between like being with the person that you love and then being working partners? 
I find that so hard. It's so this. hard, yeah. Our work is so closely intertwined with who we are right now, I feel like, that it's so hard to just turn it off and, like, decide, oh, this is work time, this isn't work time. And, sorry, <laughs> and especially because we're working for ourselves, there's always something we can be doing. Like, it's hard to take time to ourselves because there's always stuff we could be doing for the business. It's and, so oh, true. So and it's hard... I feel like when we're not working, we're talking about work. But, and a lot of the times I'm like, okay, we should stop talking about work. But then I love, like, we love it. And, like, that's what we used to do in our spare time. So, like, it, it is really hard to draw a line. And, like, th- in order to actually spend time just us, we have to leave the house. Because, mm-hmm. especially, like, we work on our phones mm-hmm. and our computers. So, like it's never not with us. Like, we physically have to put away everything and, like, just go somewhere without its screens mm. to be able to just be together. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> it's something we need to work on. Too, it is, we need it to is. Out. And how to actually, like, cut off and say, okay, like, from this time to this time, we will not speak of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a hard line because, like, if you consider our Instagram, too, like, that stuff work, then... I mean, we love talking about that, too. Yeah. So it's, it is hard, yeah. I mean, we, it hasn't really caused us any problems no. or, like... We don't We don't really it fight over... No, we don't fight. And if we do, it's mostly, like, you didn't do the dishes. Or, like, <laughs> you did them, but you left them greasy. Uh, Ellie hates when I do the dishes. I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah, she's not allowed anymore. That's, like, the most <laughs> relatable fight, I think, with any couple. Honestly, I'm, I'm the so. person that hates doing the dishes. I'm the worst at the dishes, so... <laughs> Um, maybe walk us through what your day-to-day looks like now, because I don't know if people like fully know what work is for you guys. Cause you do a lot. Yeah, well, we do. <laughs> yeah. And right now, uh, I actually just put in my notice to finish my full-time job. So Woo! right now things are looking like I don't get to spend as much time in the business as Allie does because I'm working, but uh, by the time people probably hear this, I am going to be full-time working for us, which is Congrats. so exciting. Yeah. That's super exciting. That's so exciting. Um, but right now, like, my typical day would be I wake up whenever you wake up, I guess. I don't know, pretty early, and then I have coffee in the bed with the pets. <laughs> this is my dream. It was like, this life. has been my goal forever. It's like, <laughs> to just like, live this life at home. Um, and then I usually stay in bed and work until like 11. You answer a I lot do, of emails. I like answer emails until then. Labs. Yeah, like collab emails or like people asking for advice. And then I usually get started like if I have, we have a lot of meetings with uh, clients. So we do like social media marketing and consulting. So we teach people how to do their Instagram better for their small businesses mostly. Um, and then sometimes we do like we run their Instagram. So that means we have to do photo shoots for them or videos, um, or put together content calendars. And so it's a lot of meetings and photo shoots. So then I do that like in the midday usually. And then you get home and we keep and working. We keep working. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. So it's really a mixture of like mostly like emails and putting together like grid Instagram grids. Uh, and then like doing brand collabs that we're working on so putting a lot of thought into like how to make that authentic and how uh, to keep that in line with their brand and with our brand yeah awesome. and I feel like we we never have a day off though when's never. the last time we had a day off 
I can't remember. Probably months ago. Because <laughs> it's go, go, go. Yeah. Around those guys, but it's also really fun. To build it is. It's so fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's been my dream forever to work for myself. And now we get to do this. And I feel like I was expecting to be like 50 before <laughs> this came true. So every day, like I, I just am overwhelmed with gratitude when I wake up and I know that I get to do what I love every day. And yeah. especially with you. We're also big believers in, like, sending out the vibe. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. In the fall, we had uh, said that Allie wanted – we decided we both wanted to work from home and work for ourselves. And our goal was by June, June to both be working I was for like, ourselves. I was like, by June, we're going to be stay-at-homes. And then it's actually <laughs> happening. So I just, yeah. I'm finishing up my job this month, and then it's going to be – And at that point, like, we – I was a nanny, and, like – I thought that's what I would be doing for years and years and years. And, yeah, I, I just – it's crazy how it happened. Yeah. And we just realized. It was like, oh, my gosh, do you yeah. remember when we said we wanted and to And I remember it? we, like, held in, like, send out the vibes. And <laughs> it worked. Yeah, it worked. I love this so much. I'm also such a big, like – universe good yeah, like all the good okay. juju I love that stuff <laughs> oh that's so good to hear I love when other people don't think we're like crazy. yeah no but I totally get you because a lot of people are like um okay or you could just do the work <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah but you have to do the work but if you have you like if you have a negative outlook on it and you don't believe that you're gonna do it then I think even doing the work like won't get you there Exactly. exactly. It's so true. Do you guys have any advice for, I don't know, any young people or maybe uh, wannabe influencers or wannabe entrepreneurs that are like, okay, how can I make the leap like you guys did? Oh, just do it. It was like, like, yeah, just doing it. Yeah. For us, like for the business, what happened was I actually in January decided or actually right before Christmas, I decided that I needed something more mentally stimulating. I loved the family I was working for nannying, but I just, it was time to, yeah, to work in a different environment. So I found a job online actually where I'd be able to work from home, but like two weeks into it, it was not at all what I thought it was. So I quit with no plan and started a business in the same day. So yeah. <laughs> it was like literally very like a split second decision I was like wait if I want to work from home I just have to make it happen like, mm-hmm. I just have to do this mm-hmm. I can't stop complaining and not making an effort or making this happen and I think that risk was the hardest part because I mean with anything like that you never know if it's going to work out or not and there's always a million reasons I feel like not to do something like yeah. oh it's not the perfect time once I reach this goal excuses. then I can do it But I feel like just doing it is, it's the hardest part, but it's what you really have to do. And I feel like done is better than perfect too. When it comes to just starting to actually do things like you want everything to be absolutely perfect before you launch your blog or have 30 Instagram photos ready to go before you start posting. But if you're always in that mindset of like, Oh, I'll just do this before. And then you're never really going to get there. You're never actually going to start posting. It's just excuses, I feel like. Yeah. hundred percent. I read a good quote. Uh, I don't remember when it was. I think it was a couple weeks ago. And it was about launching your business. And it was like, if your business is perfect by the time you launch, you've launched too late. Like, you've already missed the boat. And that yeah. has stuck with me with everything. Like, that's every project that I do, I'm like, yep, that's so true. You just need to, like, follow through and do it. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I think believing in yourself, too, is a big thing. Like, even if you don't have the confidence within you, like, faking that confidence until, it till you <laughs> until it. it's real. Yeah. Because, yeah, just really believing in yourself and not giving up. Because it's easy to give up mm-hmm. when things don't work out immediately. But things take time. So being persistent and patient. So let's have a quick chat about self-care. What do you guys do individually? Is there anything that you do together that is like your relax break time from work or that you like need to do every day to keep your mental sanity? So I know people say like self-care isn't always about baths, but for (laughs) me, I actually love baths. It's my time to like be by myself and like just unwind and it's cozy and I, especially in the winter, I take a bath every single day. And that's, like, my real me time. Lately, I've been doing a lot of yoga, which is also really good me time. I feel like it's good for, like, my mental health, my spiritual health, and my, like, physical health. Uh, Together. Oh, do you want to say yours? Okay. (laughs) It's funny because it's totally the opposite. Like, I cannot stand baths or yoga. (laughs) (laughs) So, I walk a lot. I walk every day. I sometimes run, but mostly I walk, and I call, like, my parents several times a day, and I talk to my sister and my best friends every single day, and it's, it's like, alarming to them if I don't call them. <laughs> they're, they're very worried. <laughs> so that's what I do is I, like, walk the dog and talk to my favorite people every day. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah, that's it. I, sometimes I play music. Yeah. Yeah. Like you sing or play guitar or you Uh, listen to music? I play a piano, but I mostly like to sift through Apple Music like a (laughs) lot and find new music and just listen very loudly. That's so relaxing to me. Do you have a song or artist? Oh, sorry. Just going to say, do you have a song or artist that you like found recently or that you're constantly listening to right now? Oh, goodness. Uh,. I can't even think and it of changes one. so quickly. It's so quickly. Like every week is a new playlist that I only listen oh, to. Oh wow! So like, you should start. Like you should share your playlist. Do you share your playlist anywhere? I feel oh, like that would be a cool well, content piece. It so much. Like I've thought about it a lot of times, but I don't know. Maybe you <laughs> should. I would love to have some people to talk to you about music too. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would tune sense. in for your weekly playlist. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I will. <laughs> I just no, no one ever really suggested it. So. If you guys are listening to this podcast and you want a weekly playlist, please screenshot this and tag Allie and Sam. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, and together, so. I don't know. We want we, we like to watch Netflix and snuggle in the bed with the pets. Yeah. Oh. Um, sometimes we like to go on dates, like go for a drink or go for like a patio beer since it's been nice out, mm-hmm. like without any electronics and just like connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we try and bring the dog when we can too. Like, like it's so it means so much to her like I can't even she's just looked at us oh. like it means so much to her to go out with us it's it's the sweetest thing what's your dog's name Lily Lily oh she's man sweetest. she's the I best we're obsessed with every her. single episode I think pets come up at least once because everybody <laughs> is like pets are such a big part of everybody's self-care oh my gosh it's so true like the joy on her face when Sam wakes up in the morning, she, like, smiles. It's like a closed mouth grin, like a creep. Like the Grinch. Like, it's like the Grinch, you know? In the- <laughs> so cute. Aww. 
Okay, before we wrap up every episode, I like to do a fun quick fire round. Okay. Um, so each of you can answer each question. So the first okay. question is, what are your zodiac signs? I'm an Aries. I'm a Libra. Which actually, I think, is the worst pairing. I was oh. just going to say, I don't know it's, if that's supposed to go bad. <laughs> It is a bad pairing. <laughs> but it works. Yeah, uh, Coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> Introvert or extrovert? I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm a bit of both. Yeah. I don't identify with either, like, fully. I would say I'm, like, an outgoing introvert. Like, if I'm in a situation where I have to talk to people, you would think I'm the most outgoing person in the world. But then I get home and I'm like, I can't see people for 20 years. Like, that's yeah. exhausting. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say more introverted, though. Probably both of us are. And finally, what does your perfect self-care Sunday look like? Ooh. Oh, so... I am having a bath. I have a glass of wine. My cat, Fer- our cat, Ferguson, <laughs> is sitting on my bath shelf. Uh, and then I get out of the bath. We go. We snuggle. Just we watch Netflix and chill. Mine would be a nice long walk by the ocean in the sun. Uh, maybe swimming with Lily in the waves. Having some nice. coffee. Going for a run. And listening to tunes. That's all. <laughs> awesome. Thank you yeah. guys so much. Thank oh, thank us. you so much. It was so nice to talk to you. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. You can follow Allie and Sam on Instagram at Allie and Sam, A-L-L-I-E. Uh, you can also follow Self-Care Sunday at Self-Care Sunday. Uh, if you want to hear more episodes, please hit that subscribe button on iTunes or follow us on SoundCloud. And you can find episode show notes at selfcaresunday.co. Next week, we have a celebrity makeup artist who's coming on to talk about body image issues and self-confidence and self-love that all women face, no matter how beautiful or successful or how put together your life may seem on the outside looking in, we're all struggling with these inner demons. So stay tuned for that for next week's episode on that. And if you have any guest recommendations or anybody that you think their story is really meaningful that you'd love to hear on the show, um, there's a submission guest box or form that you can fill out on the selfcaresunday.co website. I have the next few guests lined up. I tend to line them up a few weeks in advance. Um, But if there's somebody's story that you think really needs to be on here or somebody who has a really great perspective on certain issues, I'd love to have them. Selfcaresunday.co. That's it. That's all my rambling now. Thanks for listening. Happy Self-Care Sunday, everyone.